Well, the Dallas Stars are going into the weekend with a bit of bad news. Defenseman Miro Haskinen is out indefinitely with mononucleosis. On today's show, we will talk about the impact that his absence on the team will have. And then, of course, we will preview this weekend's matchup between the Stars and the New York Rangers. All of this coming up on a Friday episode of Locked on Stars. Your Locked On Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked On Stars podcast, the only daily podcast covering the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team Every day, I'm your host, Dane Lewis, your local expert on all things Dallas Stars hockey, credentialed member of the Dallas Stars media, coming to you on this Friday, March 11th, the day before a Dallas Stars game day. And before we jump into today's show, do want to take a moment and say thank you for stopping by today's episode of Locked on Stars for making us your first listen of the day. Be sure to subscribe to and follow the Locked on Stars podcast wherever you get your podcast at. Whether that's on YouTube or your favorite podcasting platform, we are free and available no matter where you listen or how you listen. But without any further ado, let's get right into it. Of course, talking about the biggest news in the world of Dallas Stars hockey, and that is, of course, Miro Haskinen placed uh, pretty much out indefinitely. Uh, there had been speculation that he would be coming back on Saturday for this matchup with the New York Rangers at home. But now we found out that he's been diagnosed with mononucleosis and he will be out for quite some time. Uh, per Saad Yusuf of The Athletic talking to Coach Rick Bonus, he's listed as week to week. So there really is no timetable as of this moment for the return of Miro Haskin into the lineup. But this is a big blow to this team and to the blue line for the Dallas Stars in general. I mean, this is without a doubt the best defenseman, if not the best player on this Dallas Stars team overall. And it's just going to be difficult to continue to operate without him. We've already seen this Dallas Stars team operate without Miro for the past few games. They've been able to get away with some things, getting wins in Winnipeg and Minnesota. But then I think his absence was dearly missed on Tuesday in Nashville. And so the Stars are going to have a lot of work to do in order to stay where they're at as far as playoff positioning without their best skater and best defenseman on the ice in Miro Haskinen. And I think as far as you know, the, the trade deadline coming up, this does hold implications for that. I think that this now makes John Klingberg almost impossible to move away. Uh, I know that there's still maybe some people that want him gone because they know he's gone in the offseason because he wants a new contract. He's probably not getting it, this, that, and the other. I just don't envision a scenario where the Dallas Stars trade John Klingberg away knowing that they would be without him and their best defenseman, Miro Haskin. And these are the best two defensemen on the roster right now. We have some other fine pieces. Ryan Suter is doing okay as of late. Essa Lindell is a consistent player, but not as good offensively as John or Miro, or really even defensively at times. I mean, there's some things that both those guys can do that Essa can't do as well. Yanni Hockenpah is still a young guy. Thomas Harley, a rookie this season, only played in like eight games. Really would not be an ideal situation to have Miro Haskinen out for several weeks and John Klingberg gone forever 
to another team at this moment in time, unless some crazy offer comes in from another team where they're offering a defenseman of equal, if not greater talent, or even a, a good offensive forward package as well. I guess the Stars could consider that at that point. But me personally, I don't really think that they're going to be looking to move John, uh, which is unfortunate if he does leave in the offseason that the Stars would have to part ways with such a talented player for pretty much nothing uh, at that point. But that's just the cruelty of the situation that the Stars are in right now. Hopefully Miro is able to, to come back soon, uh, but there's just no real way of knowing when he will return uh, just because mononucleosis does um, affect the body while it's sick, but also even after. Uh, I've seen reports on Twitter. I think it was um, Bruce Levine, if I'm not mistaken, who does uh, some work for the Stars pregame and uh, inter intermission and postgame shows on the ticket here in Dallas-Fort Worth, uh, talking about how it affects your stamina and just your ability to compete at as a professional athlete at a high level. Uh, so even once Miro Haskinen does recover from this initial wave of mono, it's going to be not really possible for him to be back at 100% probably for the next several weeks because he's, you know, even whenever he's finally cleared to play, he has to get back into game shape and has to be able to get where he can skate for 20 plus minutes a night uh, and not want to pass out because he gets really tired. Uh, so this is probably going to be a fairly long road to recovery for Miro. And so it's just a weird, tricky situation for the stars to be in. I guess there is a possibility where they could kind of pull a Vegas and put Miro on the LTIR circumventing the cap. I mean, Miro is making, uh, $8,450,000 this season, making a lot of money because he did sign that big deal right before the season started. So there's, I guess, a, an opportunity where they open up a little bit of cap space, move Miro to the LTIR, bring someone else in to fill in that space, and then bring Miro back in time for the playoffs if the Stars make it there. But it's also, you know, kind of one of those things that's like, can they make it there without Miro Haskinen for the rest of the season? Maybe. Uh, it's just such a difficult question to ask. And there's a you know a lot up in the air and a lot happening. And I'm sure so much that we don't even know about behind the scenes with the Stars front office and player personnel and coaching staff of what they want the next move to look like. They could also just be saying, hey, we're going to wait for Miro to come back and we're going to continue to ride this thing out. Because even if Miro Haskinen is healthy, I still don't know how much action is being taken by the Dallas Stars before or at the trade deadline. Because as we've been saying, John Klingberg is, is just questionable of even whether or not he's leaving at the deadline or not. So a lot could change or everything could stay the same and nothing could change at all. It's certainly going to be an interesting storyline to follow. I think it would be really dangerous for the Stars to continue to try to play the rest of the season without Miro. Moving him to the LTIR pretty much until the postseason is risky because I would rather you know have him come back slowly but surely but get him back for the really late stages of the season, especially if the Stars are still struggling to hold a playoff spot. I mean, they're in one right now, but if things don't go their way over the next few weeks, they could easily find themselves removed from the playoff picture, and they're going to need a guy like Miro if they're going to want to fight back into that spot or if they're able to hold on to it if they want to continue to distance themselves from being outside of the playoff picture looking in. So we'll be following this story very closely here at Locked on Stars, and as I'm sure... Many of you will be following the story as well. Going to be so interesting, and it adds a whole new dynamic to this Stars team coming into the trade deadline. But coming up next, we will continue to look ahead to this weekend as the Stars have a big game coming up with the New York Rangers at the AAC. Only two of four home games 
in Dallas for the Stars in the month of March. And this is a big one because this is one of those games that the Stars can stay in a playoff spot quite soundly if they win. But if they lose, they could find themselves outside of the playoff picture sooner rather than later. All of that coming up on the other side of a quick break. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Built Bar. Low calorie, high protein. Replace your candy bars with Built Bars. They are better for you as a typical candy bar can be anywhere from 200 to 300 calories while most Built Bars contain only 130 calories, only four grams of sugar, four net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, and a new flavor for this month, white chocolate cookies and cream. They are all delicious and new flavors are coming out all the time. If you think that there's a flavor that might be good, they'll make it and it will be delicious and good for you. Because at Built Bar, they are all about the taste. They make it taste delicious first and then figure out how to make it healthy. And I don't know how, but they pull it off every single time. Go to Built.com right now and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order at built.com. Moving on to the next segment of today's episode of Locked on Stars, your first listen of the day. Your host, Dane Lewis here at Dane, double underscore Lewis on Twitter. You can also find our show on Twitter at Locked on Stars. Be sure to give us a follow on both those pages if you do not do so already. But let's look ahead to Saturday as the Dallas Stars will be taking on the New York Rangers from the Metropolitan Division. Going back uh, to the earlier stages of the season, as the last time that these teams met up. And before then, you would have to look back to right before everything shut down in the 2020 season. I believe that the New York Rangers were the last team to play the Dallas Stars, and it was at the AAC. So it's been pretty much around two years since these teams last met up in Dallas at the AAC. They did play, like I said, on opening night back on October 14th to get things started in this NHL season. And it's crazy to look back on that night and see how much things have changed for both of these teams and really to just reminisce on the weird night that was Jacob Peterson scoring the first goal of the game, scoring the first goal of the season for the stars and scoring, of course, his first career NHL goal, kicking off what has been a pretty impressive rookie campaign so far uh, for the kid who wears number 40 for the stars team. Roddick Fox got a goal in that game. And of course, Mira Haskinen netted the overtime game winner, getting the stars off to a one and zero start on the season. And turning the tide somewhat on the overtime storyline narrative. Uh, last season, we all know that the Stars were terrible in extra minutes. Uh, but now they've been a little bit better this season. And it all started back on October 14th in New York when the Stars took down the Rangers. But really, ever since then, uh, the Dallas Stars have been an inconsistent mess of a team. The New York Rangers really have turned into one of the better teams in the Eastern Conference with a record of 36-16-5. and That record, of course, before their matchup on Thursday against the St. Louis Blues. I am recording this episode before that game. So, of course, everything I say about this team do take into consideration that by the time you're hearing this, they did play a game against the Blues in St. Louis before traveling to Dallas on Saturday. They do, of course, uh, have the best goalie in the NHL. We talked about him on yesterday's episode in Igor Shesterkin, a 28-6-3 record on the season. I know wins is not the most impressive or most noteworthy goalie stat, but it is worth noting that 
He's won 28 games, nearly 30 games at this point in the season. I mean, if you put the guy between the pipes for the Rangers, their chances of winning increase exponentially. Uh, he has a 1.93 goals against average on the season, 0.942 save percentage, and three shutouts on the year. I mean, this is the best goalie, if not the best player flat out in the National Hockey League. I'm hearing more and more rumblings for Shesterkin for the Hart Trophy this season, which would certainly be a fun storyline to follow. And I personally think he's deserving of such an honor, uh, just given the season that he's had. He's a huge reason why the Rangers are currently tied for second in the Metro Division with Pittsburgh and why they find themselves near the top of the Eastern Conference standings every single week at the top of NHL power rankings every single week. This is a great team due in large part to the play of Igor Shesterkin between the pipes for the New York Rangers. That said, though, they do have a plethora of fantastic scoring options in their skaters. You have Artemi Panarin, 15 goals, 47 assists on the year. Mika Zibanejad, 22 goals, 36 assists on the year. Chris Kreider, who leads the team in goals, 38, 15 assists, 53 points on the year. At one point, he did lead the entire NHL in goal scoring before Austin Matthews went on absolute tear and now uh, has a pretty healthy lead over guys like Kreider, Dreisaitl, and Ovechkin. And then, of course, they do have defenseman Adam Fox, who only has seven goals on the year, but does have 48 assists, giving him 55 points on the entire season, which is third best on this entire New York Rangers roster. Adam Fox is a Norris Trophy winner, one of the best defensemen in the NHL. And I wish Miro Haskinen was healthy because I would love to watch a battle between Miro and Adam Fox. Hopefully we will get that for years to come in the NHL as these are two of the prominent up-and-coming defensemen in the league. It's really hard to say up-and-coming. I mean, both guys, in my opinion, have fully arrived on the scene as some of the best defensemen in the National Hockey League at this time. And hopefully for years to come, it's a shame that we're missing out on that Miro-Fox matchup. Hopefully we'll get it several times next season, at least twice next season. But nonetheless, be on the lookout for those guys in this matchup. However, I do name all those offensive threats, but if you look at the numbers as the entire team, this New York Rangers team is not much different from the Dallas Stars in that they can struggle with the five-on-five -five offense and have been doing so for the majority of the season. The New York Rangers are 20th in the NHL in goals four with only 167. Compare that to the Dallas Stars, who are 22nd, so only two spots behind with 163. Again, this is, of course, before their matchup with the Blues, so they could have a couple more goals added to that total of 167, but still not a whole lot of separation between them and the Stars, and we all know how bad the Stars' five-on-five -five game has been this season. The story, not too much different for the Blue Shirts in New York. However, what makes them so great is their special teams. Both units are top 10 in the NHL for them. They have the fourth best power play in the league with a 25.5% power play success rate. So you put them on the power play four times, at least once they're being counted as successful, at least getting a goal. So they are absolutely dangerous on the man advantage, not just top 10, but a top five unit in the NHL at this point in time. And they're eighth in the NHL in PK percentage, stopping the power play 82.8% of the time. So pretty much, 83% success rate on the PK for this New York Rangers team, which could spell trouble for the Dallas Stars as they are still seeking to find some consistency on their own power play. Uh, typically, this is one of those matchups that would be really fun to watch because the Stars have been so good at the power play up until recently. The penalty kill is continuing to improve, so they do have that going for them. But of course, not every night do you play the team with the fourth best power play 
in the league. So that's going to be the big difference maker in this game is which team has the better night on special teams. The Stars, they either win by the special teams or they lose by the special teams pretty much every single game uh, because their five-on-five offense is so problematic. And I think that's going to be the case for both these teams. Both these teams are going to need to take special teams seriously and try not to draw very many penalties because that could prove detrimental to their odds at winning the game. Well, after another quick break, we will continue to talk about this matchup and I will send you on your way with my final thoughts and predictions of how I see this game unfolding. Today's episode is also brought to you by betonline.net. It's that time of year again as college basketball's tournament is finally upon us. From all the latest odds, contests, and player props, betonline.net is the number one source for all your sports betting needs and info. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering and information needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline.net, where the game starts. And closing out today's episode of Locked on Stars, your first listen of the day, continuing to talk about Saturday's matchup between the Dallas Stars and the New York Rangers going down at the AAC. This is a must-win game for this Dallas Stars team. They need to get at least two points before they head back out onto the road. I believe four straight road games await them after this quick pit stop at home, and they really need to go into that road trip with the right frame of mind They have a little bit of a bitter taste in their mouth after Tuesday, dropping two points in Nashville to the Preds in the manner in which they did. They need to flip that around, use that as motivation to propel them forward in this game. Teams like Edmonton, Vancouver, and Anaheim are all still hanging around. Edmonton and Vancouver did get wins on Wednesday, getting closer and closer to catching the Stars in that second wildcard spot. So they are dangerously close, and the Stars need to continue to rack up wins in order to distance themselves from teams like the Oilers, like the Canucks, like the Ducks, and even to try to get ahead of teams like the Predators and the Wild. On paper, this should be an ideal matchup, a prime matchup for the Stars, being that they are off of rest. I mean, they haven't played since Tuesday night. They've had time to recover. They've had times to lick their wounds a little bit from that three-game Central Division road trip. I mean, they did come away with two out of three wins on that road trip, but still it was physically demanding and taxing on their bodies. I know that they had optional skate on Thursday, so they've had time to rest up, but they've also had time to practice and watch film and get prepared for this matchup. So there's really no excuse as to why they can't come out and be competitive and play in a close tight game against a team that's similar to them on paper, a defensive team with good goaltending that can struggle on the five on five game. I think this game can be close and discipline is going to be key in this game for the Dallas Stars as they don't want to put the New York Rangers on the power play very often because, like I said, they have the fourth best power play in the NHL. And as good as the Stars' PK has been, I feel like it's only a matter of time before they go back down to earth, go back to reality. So this is one of those games where they really need to stay out of the box for that reason and because they don't have Miro Haskinen. And so they already need to play a little bit more aware on defense because they won't have that speed that Miro has to track down players if there's a mistake made and there's a breakaway opportunity for this Rangers squad. 
I do think the Dallas Stars have what it takes to win this game. I think it will be low scoring, and I think it will be close. I think it could be a two-to-one game. The Stars can very much win this one. It's going to be a goalie battle. I imagine that we'll see Shesterkin in one end and Ottinger in the other. Going to be an absolute masterclass on goaltending, and it's going to come down to which goalie breaks first. And I really hope that the Stars can get past Shesterkin a few times and help keep the puck out of Jake Ottinger's goal because we already know Jake's going to live up to his end of the bargain. The rest of the team just has to do what they can to help him out and not put him in vulnerable positions that the Rangers can take advantage of. But I like the Stars in this one by a score of 2-1. to one. I think that someone on the top line is probably going to be the one to get the scoring started. And if they only score two goals, they probably will come from the top line. Uh, both of those goals will. But I think Joe Pavelski gets the scoring started for the Dallas Stars on Saturday night. But that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Stars. Thank you again for making us your first listen of the day. Now go make your second listen of the day, the Locked on Fantasy Hockey Podcast. Hosts Steel Roden and Flip Livingstone help you become the expert of your fantasy league. Their show is free and available wherever you get your podcast app. Be sure to also subscribe to and follow our show, the Locked on Stars podcast, wherever you get your podcast at, whether that's on YouTube or your favorite podcasting platform. We are free and available no matter where you listen or how you listen. Be sure to tune in on Mondays. We'll be talking about this Saturday night matchup, as well as looking ahead to the week that is to come with some big road games coming up in the Eastern Conference and some teams that we haven't seen in quite a while, like the Toronto Maple Leafs. We'll get you set up for all of it on Monday's show. We'll see you there, Stars fans. Have a great and safe weekend.